Hello, everybody, and welcome to another SU Oddities. Um, on this one, uh, we are covering something that is, I don't know, you know, some of these things you might have heard of them, some of them you probably haven't. Uh, there's a couple even that, like myself and Josh, was like, I don't know if I've, that's a new one on me. Uh, but we are going to actually cover uh, 22 cryptids around the world explained. Uh, this is actually for Mental Floss, kind of a little article I've been sitting on for quite some time. Uh, but it's interesting, you know, there's a, there's a, a fine line between cryptids and folklore, right? And so, you know, use your judgment call on some of these, but, uh, yeah, here we go. All right, and we're going to start with a Mongolian death worm. Sounds like something from Star Wars. Anyway, also known as Ogle Korkoi, nailed it, which translates to something like large intestine worm. Uh, this giant red poison spitting creature lives in the sands of the Gobi Desert, according to legend. Based on a description taken down by Roy Chapman Andrews, the explorer who may have indirectly inspired Indiana Jones and who is skeptical of this creature's existence. It lives up to that name. In his 1926 book on The Trail of Ancient Man, Chapman wrote that Mongolian Prime Minister had described the beast as, quote, Shaped like a sausage, about two feet long, has no head, no legs, and is so poisonous that merely to touch it means instant death. Uh, I feel tremors coming on here. Anyway, the Olga Korkoi, nailed it, is said to be active during the months of June and July, and reportedly, you don't even need to touch it to be taken down by the infamous death worm. It can kill by spitting its toxic, corrosive venom at you, or by hitting you with a bolt of electricity. Jesus Christ. Some uh, some imagination there. So no one has ever photographed the creature. And, of course, most reports seem to be that I have a friend of mine who saw it to variety type thing, which we've all been there, right? But many believe that it's real and continue to search for it to this day. Uh, these other ones here, I'm not really going to go too far into the depth because you haven't heard of them, then, uh, you probably underneath a rock of some sort. Um, of course, Bigfoot's one of them, AKA Sasquatch. Uh, they classify this as a bipedal ape-like creature closely associated with Pacific Northwest, which is where I'm in. Um, and you know, we've had different researchers on different, uh, investigators on that have talked about Bigfoot and, and really believe that they've seen it and they've tracked it and, you know. The, the party's still out on the whole thing, but uh, it would be nice one of these days. As much as I'm outdoors, I, I'm i bound to run into one one of these days. Um, and then, of course, you know, with Bigfoot comes the Yeti. So across the Pacific is the Yeti, a creature native to Asia that first appeared in folktales told by the Sharpa people. Uh, the Yeti and the abdominal snowman are actually one and the same. So just uh, in case you got the two confused, um, just another word, which, you know, it is what it is. Uh, the abdominal snowman actually came from a translation error uh, that appeared in a local newspaper in 1921. So that's kind of a kind of a fun fact there. Uh, some believe that the Yeti and Sasquatch are actually a species of animal that went extinct hundreds of thousands of years ago. It was actually called a gigantic Pithecus, a bear, polar bear-sized ape native to southern Asia. But genetic analysis of hair has yet turned up evidence that this is the case. So, anyway, so if you find fur, make sure to have it. Uh, make sure to have it analyzed. We are going to move on. Uh, four or five. These are new ones to me, to be honest with you. Um, 
The Alamosti and the Umamongo. Uh, there are plenty of ape men and other hairy humanoid cryptids beyond Yeti and Sasquatch. Among the ape men from around the world is the Alamosti, which apparently share some characteristics of Neanderthals and Rome, Central Asia, and the Umamongo, an ape man that hails from the Philippines and apparently likes to disembowel goats with its long fingernails. So there's that. Hide your goats. Uh, next. We're going to talk about uh, the Amphirliath Moor, also known as the Big Gray Man. This creature is said to inhabit the summit of Ben Macdui, the second highest mountain in Scotland. Um, oh, wait a minute. Should I say that Scottish accent? The Ben Macdui? No, that's more Asian. Uh, anyway, next time. Supposedly you can hear its disembodied footsteps in the gravel on the mountain, and when the fog thins, you'll see a hairy humanoid three times taller than a man. Uh, moving on, we next have uh, the Yowies, which I have heard of. Um, cool underground band, too, by the way, but evidently it's a creature. Uh, these live in the Australian outback, originated in indigenous Australian tales. Uh, these creatures are said to be extremely hairy and between 7 and 12 feet tall. They've also been described both as Australia's version of Bigfoot and a spirit that roams over the earth at night. So, hey, two for one. Um, there's also something similar to that uh, that's lumped into it. This is called the Habagan, uh, which lives in the mountains around Hiroshima in Japan. And there are many others. Experts say these eight-man legends occurred independently across cultures. As Benjamin Radford, deputy editor of Skeptical, uh, Skeptical Inquirer magazine, told Live Science, quote, the idea of a wild man like other creature coexisting with us, but just beyond our understanding is heavily rooted in mythology, and I will agree with that. I am baffled at different cultures from thousands of whatever years ago before you really traveled the world and different cultures intermingled. Really crazy how they each came up with their own um, cryptid, folklore, whatever you want to mention, uh, but at the same time, very, very similar. So I don't know. You know, Maybe there's some truth uh, weighed in that. Anyway, so we move on. The Honey Island Swamp Monster. Is a seven foot tall, 400 pound, stinky gray haired beast first spotted by two hunters in Louisiana's Honey Island Swamp in 1963. Casts of its footprints have shown it to have four toes, one off to the side, and three thin webbed toes on the front of the foot. Some say it's a product of mating between escaped circus chimpanzees and, wait for it, alligators. So there's that. Um, Loch Ness Monster, again, not really going to go into detail. Uh, this goes back, I will say that one of the first photos, it, it goes back as far as 1,500 years, which I was not aware of, um, but one of the first photos uh, that uh, kind of stirred the waters, if you will, uh, was actually from 1933. Um, so it's been quite a quite a, quite a a ride for uh, old Loch. So. But with that being said, Nessie isn't the only aquatic cryptid out there. One is Tahoe Tessie, which supposedly lived God, cool name for a country band, I think, which supposedly lives in California and Nevada's Lake Tahoe. Another is Ogopogo, which you may have heard, which lives in Okanagan Lake in British Columbia. This creature appears in Screeland Swept Pink Tail Oh wow, Indian tribe of some sort I can't pronounce. Uh, tales as the Nahaik and an evil entity that required natives to make a sacrifice to cross the lake. Yeah, diabolical. White people reportedly started seeing the creature in the 1870s. The name Ogopogo is thought to derive from a popular mid-20s nonsense song that included the lyrics. Here we go. His mother was an earwig. His father was a whale. I'm going to put a little bit of salt on his tail. I want to find the Ogopogo. 
So, Ogopogo caught on, and the original native name for the creature uh, was actually wiped out. Uh, for what it's worth, however, Dr. Charles Goldman, an expert on inland aquatic systems, believes that sightings of lake monsters like Nessie, Tessie, and Ogopogo are actually mirages caused by temperature changes in the deep, cold lakes. Another possible explanation is the very big fish-like sturgeons uh, that live in those bodies of water. And even me growing up um, near Hamilton, Montana, uh, we had Lake Como, and there was the big monster of Lake Como. And uh, Dad always said it's just a big sturgeon. So, you know, maybe something something to be said about that. Next, we have the Mokeli Mumbai uh, Memba. Ah, nailed it. Congo's Mokai Mimbeim is a different water monster altogether. This 35-foot long herbivore lives in rivers and is said to resemble a sauropod dinosaur down to its long tail and neck. Tales about a mysterious giant animal in the area date back to the 1700s, but the creature first popped up in modern literature in the 1909 book Beasts of Men. There have been a number of searches over the years, including an expedition funded on Kickstarter, but the Moke Mimbim, um, a name that means one who stops the flow of rivers, uh, still hasn't been found. Interesting. Uh, moving on, the Dobar Chu is an otter-like Irish cryptid. I'm not going to try Irish. I was going to say. Uh, anyway, they're said to be half fish and half Hound, of all things. Yes, I said hound. Um, the aggressive seven-foot-long creatures supposedly live in lakes around Ireland and are also known as Irish crocodiles. Oh, you say, you say so, huh? Sightings date back to the late 1600s, and there's even a depiction of a dobarchu on the gravestone of a woman who should have been killed by one of the creatures in 1722. Uh, that's a new one on me. I've not heard that uh, that creature's pretty, pretty fascinating. Uh, moving on, according to indigenous Australian folklore, the Benyip is a creature found in the lakes and swamps in Australia that is fond of eating people, especially women and kids. Eh, why not? Descriptions of the Benyip are all over the place, but many describe it as looking like a seal. Also, it supposedly lays its eggs in platypus nests. Hmm, interesting. Okay. The Loveland Frogman. The Loveland Frogman is exactly what it sounds like, a humanoid frog. The creature was first spotted swimming in Ohio's Little Miami River in 1955. Then, in March 1972, it was seen by Loveland, Ohio police officers on two separate occasions. The first officer described it as a three to four foot tall creature that weighed 60 pounds with leathery skin and a face like a frog or lizard. The second officer even shot the creature. Uh, in 2016, the Loveland Frogman uh, was supposedly spotted again by two people playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> That's interesting. One of them emailed a video of the creature to the local news saying, quote, We saw a huge frog near the water. Not in the game. Uh, this was an actual giant frog. Again, not in Pokemon. We're not that crazy. Uh, I took a couple pictures and video because I'd never seen one that big. Then the thing stood up and walked on its hind legs. Unquote. Uh, he added, I swear on my grandmother's grave that this is the truth. Um, interesting. So after that article came out, however, uh, the second officer from the 1972 sighting came forward and called it a hoax, claiming that the creature he'd spotted and shot was an iguana that had been missing its tail. A blogger was also able to basically duplicate what the Pokemon Go player had captured in his video using a small statue of a frog with lit up eyes. But even if the Loveland Frogman isn't real, these totally awesome I Saw the Loveland Frogman t-shirts are 
and I guess uh, I guess they're they're all over the place in in, in that district in Ohio. It's crazy. You might heard have heard of a Maryland's goat man, but he's not the only goat based cryptid. Texas Lake Worth monster is also a goat man that is apparently seven feet tall and three hundred fifty pounds. And the Pope Lick monster, <laughs> shit, you not Pope Lick? Ah, funny. The Pope Lick monster is a half goat, half man creature that lives under a railroad trestle bridge in Louisville, Kentucky. It reportedly uses hypnosis to lure people out onto the bridge and to their deaths. So there's that. Everybody needs a hobby, right? Uh, Chucacabra. Again, most of you probably heard of this. It's a Spanish for goat sucker. Uh, this creature, which first appeared in Puerto Rico in the 1990s, has creepy red eyes, stands on two legs, and is four to five feet tall. has spikes on its back and very long claws on its hands. And it likes to drain livestock of their blood. Yeah, go figure. The legend spread all over Latin America, into the United States, and into legend. Uh, but DNA analysis suggests that many so-called chucacabras are actually canines with mange, um, which I've heard that before. I've seen some pictures, too, and it's, I, yeah, that's where my, my bet's going to be. The Ruggeroo. Cajun legend has it that the swamps and bayous of Louisiana are haunted by the Ruggeroo, a werewolf-like creature that apparently hunts two types of prey. Catholics who don't observe Lent and naughty kids. Ah, they're both the same. Unlike werewolf legends, however, you don't need to be bitten by Rigoro to become a Rigoro. I kind of love seeing that word. According to Jonathan Forrett, executive director of South Louisiana Wetlands Discovery Center, quote, one of the ways that you could become a Rigoro is if you do not observe Lent for seven years in a row. That rhymes. You can also become a Rigoro if someone curses you. But if you're a bad kid... Make more, no mistake, a rigoro wants to eat you. To protect yourself from the rigoro, uh, you need to place 13 objects like pennies or rocks on your threshold or windowsill. It supposedly works uh, because rigoro can only count to 12. I, I can't make this shit up. Anyway, um, the ehole is a giant bat-like creature spotted by scientists in the jungles of Java in Indonesia in 1925. It's named after its call and is said to be twice as large as a large flying fox bat, which, with a wingspan of five feet, is among the largest bats in the world. Oh, man, I couldn't even imagine seeing that come at me. Uh, uh, some have said the creature might be a pterosaur. Uh, others believe it could be an owl. Hmm, interesting. Again, a hool. Last but not least, number 22, in case you missed track of uh, where we're at here, the Beast of Exmoor. The Beast of Exmoor prowls the fields near Somerset and Devon in the UK and has been spotted numerous times since the 1970s. This is not the kind of cat you'd want to cuddle up with. The killings of hundreds of sheep have been pinned on the creature, which is said to be up to 6.5 feet long. One farmer whose sheep was killed by the beast said his sheep's face and neck were stripped clean off. The corpse also had been sucked dry. The killing was apparently so quick that the sheep didn't even struggle and so quiet that none of the other animals near it were even disturbed. Some believe the creature is a big cat, like a puma, that either escaped or was released from a private owner after it became illegal to own big cats in the 1970s. But given that big cats like these only live for around 15 years, and the sightings persist to this day, uh, it seems like the mystery of the beast of Exmoor remains unsolved. 
So there you have it. Um, you know, creatures, cryptids around the world, again, mixes of folklore, whatever have you. Uh, they always fascinate me. Again, we've had guests on. Uh, go back into our uh, into our catalog, and you can see we've had, um, like, uh, David Ellis was one who's a Bigfoot researcher. Uh, he's got, like, voice recordings he's, he's captured, which he shared with me. Um, I, I think... It's fascinating because we actually went to a Bigfoot festival a couple of years ago up in a place called uh, Medline Falls um, by the Canadian border in Washington. And they had Bigfoot researchers from around the world, one specifically from Russia. And he has spent over 40 years tracking the Yeti. And uh, and it's amazing. It's amazing his stories. I mean, and if, uh, you know, listening to him, he firmly believes it is out there and it's something. And it really draws you in to just want to believe it, you know. Um and then, of course, you know, you got local legends that, uh, you know, kids have brought up for years, little small towns, things like that. Again, I had one I shared just a while ago. Um, yeah, I think most towns have them. But there you go. Hopefully you enjoy the uh, 22 top creepy cryptids from around the world. Close the gates. 